Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to my not-so-humble opinion. And today is going to be a very interesting episode because today I'm going to get into uh, quite a few topics that are very relevant in our society today. Uh, some uh, This includes you know interracial relationships, uh, the divorce rate in America, and um, single pa- the single-parent epidemic in America. Especially, you know, especially among, you know, um, especially in minority households. So, yeah, let's get started. I'm going to start with, you know, the single parenting epidemic. So, I think it's a huge problem in society. And children, let's face it, need both parents in the household. And both parents need to be married, okay? So, Dr. Phil says, and before, you know, you say anything about, Oh, were you quoting Dr. Phil? Listen, Dr. Phil is a doctor, okay? He has the credentials of a doctor. You may disagree with his methods and how he makes his money. But Dr. Phil is a doctor, okay? So, I'm like, that is objective fact, alright? But anyway, Dr. Phil says, The most important role model in a child's life, or the most powerful role model in a child's life, is the same-sex parent. So, just keep that in mind, you know, throughout the uh, throughout the course of this podcast. And also, uh, any any statistics and figures that I, that I quote and that I mention in this podcast will be in the description, in the description, so... You can look over them for yourself. Anyway, about a, th- about a third of children in America live in single-parent households, and most of those living in single-parent households live with their mothers. Now, a higher percentage of black children live in single-parent households than children of other races in America. I'm sure some of you th- who, uh, who are listening to this know this already, so I'm sure this is not news to you guys, but again, it's very interesting and very alarming at the same time. Um, children in single-parent households actually, studies show that children in single-parent households actually perform perform worse academically than children in two-parent households. And there are a number of emotional effects and emotional consequences of children being raised in single-parent households. This includes, you know, these children feel, uh, Having lower levels of self-esteem and displaying more violent tendencies, or you know, an increased risk of you know violent behavior, and they also have diff, uh, more difficulties connecting with others. And this is interesting. I actually learned about this today. You know, this you know this, this podcast. Since I started doing this podcast, this is a learning experience for me. This is it's very mentally and intellectually stimulating for me. I learn things. I, when you know when I'm gathering all these statistics and gathering all the you know various you know things of uh, factoids and all that, trying to gather up all my information, um, I actually learn things. I, I come. I'm not gonna lie. I come into this with certain preconceived notions, and by the time I'm, I'm finished, con, you know, conducting my research, I you know, I've either had some of these notions um, shattered, and you know, I come I come out of it, you know with a completely different opinion, or I come out of it, you know, learning learning something that I totally didn't know before. So, yeah, this, anyway, this is something I learned about today. The Cinderella effect. So, the Cinderella effect basically comes down to this. It, it is, uh, the Cinderella effect shows, or it, or it is, what it is, is children living in single-parent households, or ch- children with single parents, who have live-in partners are more likely to abuse their children. It shows that, or it's it, it's where step parents or live-in partners are 
at least 20 times more likely to be abused, or 20 times more likely to abuse, you know, their children, quote unquote, their children. And in the United States, uh, step parent and single parent families or family or single parent families and families with step parents account for two thirds of children who have, who have experienced sexual abuse. That's a pretty alarming number, in my opinion. I don't know about you. That's pretty disturbing. Now, frankly, this shows that, you know, you... Look, Stefan Molyneux, and I'm going to be honest, Stefan Molyneux is a very influential guy, you know, in my own life. But in one episode of his call-in show, he said that you should select a partner like your children has the, has the final vote, okay? And even if you don't want kids, I, I think this is something that, that rings true still. You know, you should select a partner like your children has the final vote. Like, don't marry somebody that you're not comfortable having children with, or you wouldn't be comfortable having children with, even if you didn't want kids. But still, don't select don't select a partner if you're not comfortable being with being with long term, whether that be a sexual partner or whatever, or having ch- or don't select a partner you're not comfortable having children with or being with long term. That's what I'm trying to get at here, because. The consequences of this, if children are involved, are devastating, especially to the children. I mean, it's devastating for everybody, but especially the children. And I'm going to tell you what, my parents are divorced. I'm, I'm going to inject some personal anecdotes in here. And I, I'll tell you what, I lucked the fuck out, man. Because, you know, my stepmother actually treats me a whole lot better than my actual mother does. But, And I, I'm very grateful for that. I, I consider myself blessed. I, I... I seriously lucked out of when it when it came when it came to that. God was looking out for me, man. But a lot, but unfortunately, that's not the case for a lot of um. That's not the case for a lot of children. And it's sad. It really is. So I'm gonna segue into divorce in general. Now, divorce is another serious problem in Western society. Now, this is very interesting, actually. Um. <clears throat> The divorce rate in the United States has actually been going down since the 1980s. Now, millennials have actually been contributing to the lower divorce rates. Now, to clarify, for those of you who are not, like, totally in the loop, millennials are those who were born between 1981 and 1996, alright? So, my generation, uh, I'm a 98 baby, so my my generation is actually Generation Z, alright? So, 1997 onwards is considered Generation Z, but anyway, the dating habits and, you know, the relationship habits of millennials are actually contributing to lower divorce rates because, you know, uh, a lot of millennials are, a good portion of millennials are just deciding to not get married and just deciding to cohabitate with their partners. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not, it's not even like, a, it's not like a majority or even like a significant minority, but, you know, it's still a pretty big number. It's still you know, a pretty a pretty big number. Um, um, so yeah. Anyway, young children going going into the uh, the the psychological effects of divorce on children. Uh, young children actually display more dependent tendencies, or dependent tendencies exhibit themselves more in young children following a divorce, and in adolescence, the opposite is actually true. Uh, independent and rebellious tendencies exhibit themselves more in adolescence after a divorce. And children of divorce are actually more likely to get divorced themselves or initiate a divorce themselves. 
And this reminds me of an interesting uh, quote, a very profound quote from a Christian marriage counselor uh, that I that I know. Um, he said people have like people have something have something akin to you know sticking power with tape. You know, it's like t- people are like tape. You know, the more you stick to something, you know, the less sticking, the more things you stick to, the less sticking power you have. You know what I'm saying? And it's and, you know it's the same way with you know marriage and relationships. Like the more you know, like once you divorce somebody, the more people you know um, you've divorced, so to speak. The more so the more people you've divorced, the more le- the easier it is for you to do it again. And the more likely and the more likely it, it'll be that you will do it again. And you know since we're talking about um since we're talking about you know people I know and you know claims that they've made. Uh, <laughs> I have one of my science teachers from high school. He claimed that uh. That the psychological defect effects of uh, divorce on a child can be worse than death, or it can be uh, can be worse than you know the death of a parent. So the divorce, he's saying that it, to summarize, what he said was the psychological effects of the parents divorcing is worse than um, you know the one of the parents one or both of the parents dying. Now I don't know if that's true. I when I was you know getting gathering all my data for this episode, I I actually did a quick Google search on that. I, I wasn't really able to find anything reliable or find anything that was, um, or find anything that really, that, that really consolidated that, that really backed that up. So, um, uh, yeah, I, like I said, it may be true. It may not be true. I'm going to, you know, keep an open mind about that, but I'm not going to say that it, I'm not going to say for sure it's true. It's not true. It might be, it, it might not be, you know, that if somebody in the comment section of this wants to you know chime in and tell me that this is actually true or not then by all means go ahead cuz i might cuz you know this is not something i can really comment on one way or the other now another interesting thing i that uh or something else i find interesting i i saw a picture it was like a painting or a drawing it was a it was of two parents two adult parents Holding their young children up and clubbing each other with their young children. I mean, I know it sounds a little ridiculous, but I could not find a better illustration of a situation like this, of this kind of situation. Parents who who use their children as weapons or try to involve their children in the divorce and try to make their children take sides, basically. This, like, it hurts the children more than anybody else. It hurts... Like it hurts everybody, but again, it especially hurts the children. And I, I think parents who do this are really fucked up. It's a really fucked up thing to do to your children, man. It, and it has it has plenty of long term consequences. Again, for everybody involved, but especially the children. Look, divorce. Nobody, nobody is hurt by a divorce or by you know fighting in the household more than children. So that's why Stefan Molyneux says, and that's why I say, that's why I agree with him. That's why a lot of people say, choose a child or choose a spouse like your child has the final vote. Because ultimately, look, your children don't choose to come onto this earth. Look, they don't choose their parents. All right, you choose. You choose the parents. You choose to have sex with you know the other person, and you choose to bring children into the world with them. So keep that in mind. And you have to have, uh, like, long-term planning when it comes to this shit. Like, you gotta... 
think about all the implications, all the long-term implications of what you do now. And this is this is not just when it comes to dating and marriage and sex and all that stuff. This goes with anything in general. And I'm gonna have uh, later on down the road. I'm gonna talk talk specifically about deferral of gratification and long-term planning and, and things of that nature. But anyway. Um, another thing, the, the final thing I, I, I uh, the final thing I want to get into today is miscegenation. And for those who don't know, that's just a scientific term for race mixing. Um, now, I mean, this is not some. This is a very sensitive subject for me because it's a you know it's a very real thing for me, man. And look, I'm not gonna say it's wrong. Listen, I'm for free association. If you wanna you know date outside your race, fine. If you don't want to, fine. All right, that's how I feel about it. But there are, again, there are a lot of long-term implications that you have to take into account if you do decide to, you know, marry outside your race and have children with someone of a different race than yourself. Now, interracial marriage has actually increased, or the rates of interracial marriage has actually increased since 1967, but there's still a, a, but there's still a minority of all American marriages. Now... Asians tend to marry outside of their race more than other racial groups in America do. And whites tend to marry out the least. So for all those freaking inbred racist cousin fuckers out there worried about the decline, worried about the the extinction of the white race, not that that's not a problem, but, you know, for those who are just assholes about it, actual racist assholes about that, you know, white people marry out the least compared to everybody else. So you don't have to worry about that shit. <sighs> And I'm, I'm going to talk about my experiences with those kind of people later on, but um, interracial marriage is actually more common in large urban areas, which I'm sure some of y'all would probably gather, I probably gathered because large urban areas and cities tend to be more diverse and heter, you know, heterogeneous than, you know, rural areas, you know, and the largest share of interracial marriages are actually between one white spouse and one Hispanic spouse. Uh, and this is something I can attest to personally because, you know, you know, I'm Hispanic and my stepmom's white. I have plenty of white people in my family, but anyway. And studies show that inter that uh, mixed-race children actually tend to be at higher risk for health and be and behavioral problems later on down the road. Um, so, now, again, personal anecdote here. So... I used to be an open fascist, okay? So I used to follow a lot of people. Uh, I used to interact with people you know, on Instagram and other social media outlets who, you know, believe the same way. And a lot of these people actually, you know, were against, um, against miscegenation. And they used to harass me because I wasn't, all right? Or they used to, you know, give me a hard time because I wasn't. They used to say that, you know, oh, you're an enemy... They used to call me an enemy of the white race and say that, you know, I'm, that, you know, it's my fault that Western civilization's going down the toilet. I'm contributing to the decline of Western civilization and all sorts of retarded shit. I mean, listen, man, I've, I've dealt with all kinds of shit and this is, and why I say this is because, listen, I'm primarily attracted to women outside my race. I'm Hispanic, like I mentioned before. I'm primarily attracted to, I'm primarily attracted to white women, okay? And especially women who are from Europe. I mean, who are, you know, actually from Europe, not just, you know, ancestrally speaking, but like actual European women. I don't know what, I don't know what it is, man, but that's just, I don't know what it is. That's just my personal preference, and that's fine. 
you know, but I mean, seriously, like if you, those who want to, who only date in their race and, you know, prefer to date inside their race and not, you know, miscegenate, that's fine. Okay. I don't care. Like you're not racist if you, if that's your personal preference. Okay. But respect people, respect those who don't is what I'm getting at. Cause like it, it really doesn't impact you any, uh, this is, like I said, this is a very sensitive subject for me. I could go on and on with this, but for sake of brevity, I'm not going to, you know, beat the horse dead, so to speak. So I'm not going to beat it. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. What do y'all think? Uh, hit me up in the comments. Uh, you know, follow me on SoundCloud and you know, other, you know, other outlets that this is on. Um, you know, I want to hear what y'all's opinions are, what what you guys think, and if you guys want, if there are certain topics that you guys want me to talk about in later episodes, please, you know, please, like, I would love, I would love for y'all to, I would love to hear y'all's suggestions, see y'all's suggestions. I'm very interested in y'all's input, so, yeah, peace, guys.